Fill Your Cup First is a podcast that bridges a gap between what we know about how important self-care is and practicing it in our real lives. Hosted by Amy Hoke and Kimberly Robago, both busy moms and businesswomen with a background in social work. Fill Your Cup First creates a space for women to move self-care out of the good idea for everyone else category to the great idea for me category and to do it with guilt-free confidence. Welcome to Fill Your Cup First, the podcast that puts self-care where it belongs, at the top of your priority list. We're your hosts, Amy Hoke and Kimberly Rabago, and we're so happy you're here with us today. I just love our topic for this week. Um, Kim came up with it after reflecting on spending a lot of time with me. (laughs) Reflecting, yes, I was very reflective. This week, I came across this quote, may your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. And that's by uh, Nelson Mandela. And uh, as Amy had said, I was, it was probably last Saturday, I woke up with the the uh, thought that, oh my gosh, I have and will have spent five days straight with Amy in certain situations. Uh, there was a couple of networking groups that we were at. There was a couple of events we were at, podcast things. So inevitably, I left. I spent five straight days with you from Thursday of last week until Saturday, uh, until Monday of last week. Actually, Thursday the week before yeah. until Monday. And um, well, I just was wondering, <laughs> wow, I'm really lucky to um, be in a situation that I'm hanging out with somebody who I really like hanging out with. She didn't come away with it like, <laughs> oh my goodness, not another day. Not another day. So that really led us to talk about this week's topic, which is who are you surrounding yourself with? And there's some school of thoughts. There's some belief that you are influenced by the five people that you surround yourself with and how that influences your choices and your behaviors um, and your, your feelings and your emotions in your life. And then there's some other school of thoughts that, uh, that, that it's not only those five people, but it also expands out a little bit more into your community and who you surround yourself with that way. Yes. So we talked about this and I think it is a great topic that Kim discovered it after us hanging out, but we really wanted to share this because it is a form of self-care. Who you surround yourself with and who you spend your time with either depletes you or adds to your life. And we think it's an important topic for Fill Your Cup First podcast. Absolutely. So the first thing we talked about was, can you be yourself with that person? That's really a, a big a big plus is if you go into the relationship or the friendship or the situation, just remaining exactly true to yourself and who you are. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, it's a lot of energy and work to be in a relationship where you don't feel like you're fully accepted. Absolutely. Yeah. And is this a person that you can be around and be heard mm-hmm. and not judged and be fully accepted 
for you being yourself. We think that is really important as far as when you think about who you're surrounding yourself with. Yep. And also it's, it's when you are leaving that situation too, when you're out of the presence of that person, um, after spending a little bit of time, whether it be a quick chat or maybe four hours, um, do you feel bad when you leave that situation or do you feel depleted when you leave the time spent with them? That's a real emotional um, trigger that would help you decide if this is somebody that you want to continue to spend time with. Yeah, it's almost like a thermometer or a gauge that tells you, oh, gosh, when I leave this person, I um, I feel exhausted or I feel um, great. Or Kim brought up, you don't even have to feel energized and positive, which is a good thing. But even if you just feel even and well mm-hmm. walking away from that person. So you want to focus on that kind of pay attention to your internal thermometer of do I feel depleted? Am I like relieved that I'm leaving this the presence That's of this one. person? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or even a group. Maybe it's a group that you're a part of. And if you're feeling depleted and you feel a relief when you leave, that is a big indicator to evaluate the time you're spending with that person or group. Right. And and that doesn't and we know, believe me, we know that this is a hard topic to cover and to discuss because some of those people that you spend time with are family members. And so um, there are situations that you just cannot avoid and there are family members that you just cannot avoid. And we get that completely. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about in a few minutes about um, what you can do in those situations but, but also a little bit more about you as an individual, you know, what if your goals and your purpose is beyond what some of the people that you're spending time with really understand? Yeah. So when you, um, you know, Kim brought up the Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And a lot of people in a professional world business builders, entrepreneurs know that quote well. And it just really talks about if you're a person that has a different purpose now, has some goals for their life, um, has a passion about something, and you're surrounding yourself with people that are giving you feedback that is beyond just constructive criticism, you want to Find a different group of people that are like-minded and also pursuing things and have goals for their business, for their life, um, and are taking a journey that is similar to yours. Because while you're on that journey, especially if it's something new that you're just going down that path Mm -hmm. for the first time, you have enough um, self-talk um, at times that you're, you can, you know, be telling yourself like, you know, who am I? Um, what the, you know, I don't have any training in this situation. So it is really important for you to surround yourself with people that will lift you up, that are doing big things themselves. And because it helps create belief in yourself. Right. 
Um, and remember, if there is a person that is critiquing you, again, above and beyond constructive criticism. Right. You know, this is probably more about them. Yes. Than it is about you. And so their comments or their criticism might be because maybe what you're pursuing and your belief in yourself is something that they've always wanted to have for themselves or maybe tried tried to do or maybe never tried to do. And now here you are in all of your beauty and all of your gumption going for it. And so the best way to, to make you feel as bad as they feel is for them to tell you or to criticize what you're doing. Yeah. And so there's a quote, and I, I guess we'll I'll link it in the show notes. I'll find out who said it, but it said, other people's opinions of me is none of my business. So really what they're thinking of you and what they're saying has nothing to do with you. And it's just none of your business. Exactly. I love that quote. It's the <laughs> best. Too, it is. It's a great quote. So really it's sort of um, one of the things that I do in my life that I, I try now, I try very hard to do it um, is I bless and release. So it's pretty much like, you know, if I hear something and again, as Amy said, it's not about constructive criticism. I can take constructive criticism, but if, if you're just, kind of going at me for the sake of going at me, I will do in my mind a little bless and release. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm blessing and releasing you from my, that situation in my life because it's just self-defeating and, and this is about self-care and caring for yourself. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, thank you for your input. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yes. <laughs> so what else can you do with these relationships with the people that you surround yourself with There are different situations, like Kim brought up earlier. There are going to be people that you have to be around. Um, You don't have to be around them all the time, but you will find yourself in situations like family, friends, neighbors, people in your community, people at work that you have to be around. And how do you manage um, that relationship when, when you need to? So there are a couple different situations there are people in your life that you have to just let go yep and move away from yep and it it could be just a I'm done just quick done yeah not gonna engage not gonna not even going to um pursue a discussion about why the relationship is done I'm Mm -hmm. done finished tied up that's a blessing release to me. Yeah. And it it's so toxic that you just have to end it. Yep. Yep. Um, there can be where you, again, you have to be around people. And so I find that changing my expectations of that person um, helps a lot. Changing my expectations of that relationship is really important and helps a lot. Yeah. You know, have you ever, have you ever done that, Kim, where you – kind of just accept them for who they are. You can find a way to be around them because you know that changing your expectations is really about self-care. But you've had somebody say to you, well, you're kind of letting them get away with their behavior. Yes. yes. I've had people say that. Um, if you, well, why, why aren't you addressing it? Why aren't you letting them know what it is about them that's driving you crazy or that it's not helpful? But again, I think it, it goes back to or does go back to the fact that I'm, I know that I'm not going to change them. Nothing I say or do is going to change who they believe, who they are. And so that's just, again, time for me to say, 
all right, I'm, I know that. And so my expectation of them is going to change to meet what they think. And then I'm not going to put it on myself to try to change Mm -hmm. them. I just can't do it. Absolutely. That is energy and work that I don't have to spend on somebody that I really am am iffy about the relationship anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can be around that person and preserve your energy and still enjoy your time in that space. But by changing the way you think about your relationship, about them, changing your expectations, it's almost like a weight is lifted and you find a way to be around them and still have a great time. Right. Um, Right. And that can be, I mean, that can be with any situation, but I know that I, I think that would help more in family in a sense, only because with family, there's certain there's certain events that you have to be at together, holidays, maybe birthdays, things like that. And so if you already know um, what what that expectation is and kind of go into it knowing that, that I'm going to need to spend two hours in the presence of so-and-so, I'm not, I'm going to meet the expectations that they, that I have for them with my own self-care. And then when the two hours is done, it's done whatever they say, whatever they do is not going to carry with me as I leave. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it can be different types of family. So it's your family. It can be your work family. It can be Mm -hmm. a group of people that you're in the same group with. So maybe you're a part of a women's group and there are some people in that group that maybe are complaining and um, just you feel not aligned with who you are and your Mm -hmm. beliefs and the positivity you want to surround yourself with. So it's just about being in their presence, um, being okay with it. And like Kim said, when I leave, that's it. I am not um, carrying that load with me. Right. And some relationships too, that you may find come to an end because it's a mutual agreement. It's sort of, you know, you, you meet each other halfway and you just be like, you know what? this is done. Thanks for the time that I spent with you, but we both feel like it's over. Mm -hmm. And so that is probably one of the best ways to end it is sort of both being on the same page. If you feel like you can't like, you know, again, this is a conversation that you may have with somebody that you're both going in different directions and that you wish each other. Well, sometimes it doesn't go that way. Sometimes it's mutual, but there's some hostility. So it's really about um, managing, managing your own self care and knowing that, I may say my piece, but then I'm just going to exit out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to the first one we brought up with the person that you're just done with. How do you manage maybe the chatter or feedback you hear from others that might know that person? Maybe that person was not in agreement or is <laughs> angry that you ended the relationship. How do you how do you practice self-care around that and get to the point with that quote you brought up, their opinion of you is none of your business, but you know, maybe some of your friends or um, acquaintances are hearing their side of the story. Um, You know, that, that takes some work. I mean, I, I've worked on that for many years. I think that's something that is, you're not going to wake up with knowing that, but again, it's, It's going through the self-care belief and knowing that um, you are are responsible for you. Mm -hmm. And that's all you can do. So 
while you may want to adjust the story or fix the story, know that it, that story doesn't really matter. What matters is how you are feeling now that you know that that relationship is done. If that relate, you're just going to keep going. You just keep moving forward. Just keep doing what you got to do. And either people know you well enough to know that that's not true. Yeah. Or people are going to assign their own beliefs to whatever that is. Yes. And you can't, again, you can't change it. No. You can't change what other people think. So just, you just keep going. You do you, boo. (laughs) (laughs) You do you, boo. I love it. I love it. Um, Really, you know, self-care, again, I know that Amy had touched on this about, we're not going to prescribe what is good for you. And so, um, but this, these are just some recommendations, but really self-care is about your own preservation. Um, You do need to put your own oxygen mask on. And that is not only for your family, it's for everybody. Um, Everybody that's in your life, your life, you have to take care of you because you probably hold up a lot of pillars as you go through your day. So you need to take care of you. Yeah. And again, this is another topic or thought or belief rather than an actual activity that we're talking about surrounding self-care. And we believe very strongly that it really, all self-care really starts with our thoughts and Mm -hmm. around it. So this is one area where we can practice it by our environment and who we surround ourselves with, because that really either again, feed you or depletes you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we would love to hear how you have handled people that you surround yourself with. If you've ended, had to end relationships, how you are still around them and are maintaining your positivity bubble yep. with them <laughs> around, please respond um in our email, we'll have all of this in our show notes. We're on Instagram, Facebook, you can email us. We would love to hear from you and then share these thoughts in a future episode. Right. Because your your ideas and your recommendations may help somebody else who uh, didn't think about that. So we're all here to share share our information and ourselves so that we can just keep building on this mo- this momentum of self-care and um, taking care of, you know, where you are in your life right now. So, so thank you for tuning in to the second episode of fill your cup first. We love our listeners and please share your thoughts with us and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Fill Your Cup First. We loved spending time with you. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, remember to fill your cup first. You deserve it.